0: There. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Big Trouble in Little Podcast. This is episode 164. We're going to be discussing the Hulk Hogan seminal classic. Suburban Commando*. Not- yeah, it's so classic one. I forgot the name. <laughs> uh, all, uh, f- thank you for all of your calls. I've been found. I'm back. I'm Andy.
1: I'm Zach.
0: Dubs is the one who's gone missing now. He was called up, uh, he's, he's he's a mercenary there, dropped him into Kabul, he's very busy now. He's I don't know fi- what's he- going on in that part of the world, but it can't be good. He's going to
1: fix it in two weeks, that's what he said.
0: That's what he's going to do. <laughs> we wish him all the luck in the world. While he's gone, uh, Zach, what have you been watching, doing, playing, reading, dancing?
1: I've been dancing. Um, good. No, I've been uh I've still been playing the same games, uh Forza and uh Persona 5 mostly. Um
0: Forza, Persona
1: I there is a new Steam game that just released that I've been following since uh early last year, Lamentium, and it's like a survival horror game that's kind of it's inspired by like Resident Evil Sweet Home, but it it's more laid out and plays more like Sweet Home, like a top-down kind of adventure. Hmm. Um, I haven't started it yet, I just because it, it just came out over the weekend, and I was busy the weekend, so
0: we get to play it. That's the way it goes sometimes. Yeah. I've been playing as much Forza as I can manage. Um, I missed out on some of the daily challenges. It broke my heart. <laughs> uh, while I was on vacation, we kind of like half-watched a bunch of stuff. I watched a bunch of Gladiator again. You remember that movie, the Russell Crowe movie? Yeah. It, that movie still kicks ass.
1: I, I've never seen it all the way through, but every time I catch some of it like on TV or whatever, I'm like, this movie's cool. And then I just never finish it.
0: You should watch it. It's really good. Everything in it's really good. I think it's Russell Crowe's best performance. Uh, it's got a fucking great Hans Zimmer soundtrack. The movie's fun.
1: I love it. I saw some of 300 speaking of stuff around that time frame somewhat vaguely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, this, you know, 300 still kind of holds up. I was kind of wondering how it would look. 300
0: after... I think was made right. Yeah. Cuz they they try to apply the Zack Snyder filter to a lot of other shit, but 300 was like perfect for that. Well, I think it was that was just how that needed to look
1: that predates the, what they call the Zack Snyder filter I guess was, but
0: it's still it looks it's like I don't know grainy and dark grainy and dark that's
1: the Frank Miller filter
0: yeah, I suppose I <laughs> also watched um, some of Need for watch, Speed huh Need for Speed the movie Need
1: for Speed you ever see that no <laughs> it came on after I was watching AEW one one night and then Mike, Michael Keaton was on the screen I'm like oh shit And I started watching him, and then it it just turned into like a Need for Speed movie, and he wasn't in it anymore, almost. But I I was still it weirdly hooked me. The the timing of it with playing Forza and stuff was like kind of serendipitous or whatever. So I I half-ass watched it, was kind of liking it, and I didn't finish it though. I need to try to just because I feel like I I shouldn't like it enough. I didn't like. eh, I just got distracted.
0: Uh, on vacation, I also watched a crud load of American Dad, Family Guy, South Park, <laughs> who the fuck cares. Like, whenever we were in the Airbnb, you just, like, would put something on. We also watched, um, we were flipping and couldn't find anything, and we watched Despicable Me 2. I've never seen the first one. Huh. And it was pretty funny. It was charming. I know, I know, uh, Illumination gets a lot of hate because it created the Minions, and everyone hates the minions, unless you're a boomer or you know a cat mom or something. The movie's funny; it's fine.
1: I mean, they're they they were funny movies. I think for a time.
0: Yeah, and then I also started reading a book, uh, "Blood, Sweat, and Pixels," from uh, Jason Schreier. I don't know how to say his last that's, name.
1: That's that's how you say his name.
0: Okay, yeah, formerly of Kotaku and a bunch of other places. He's a great writer. I like him a lot and the book is extremely interesting. It's, uh, it just chronicles the development of several individual games. Um, I, I can't remember what the first chapter was. The second chapter was uncharted Four. the third chapter is stardew Valley. Stuff like that. Is there no rhyme There's or a chapter later. To... Is okay. there a rhyme or
1: reason to these chap, these games he picks out? Like what, what's the deal with that?
0: They're, they each have unique development cycles. Hmm. The first chapter was about, um, Obsidian was, uh, struggling because they lost the publisher for Stick of Truth, and Microsoft canceled the RPG that they were making that was going to be a launch title for the Xbox One, and, uh, Double Fine had just kickstarted. um, That game that they made that was on Kickstarter. I can't remember. But they saw that, so they did the Kickstarter thing, and they made Pillars of Eternity. Mm -hmm. And that was the first chapter. And it was kind of about fan-backed development cycles. The second one was about Uncharted 4, and it was about the industry's love-hate relationship with Crunch. And the third one is about uh, Stardew Valley, which was famously made by one guy. He did everything. It just took him, like, ten years.
1: <laughs> is there a chapter about Sonic Extreme or Duke Nukem Forever? <laughs>
0: uh, I don't think so. There is, however, a chapter that I'm looking forward to that's about uh, Star Wars 1313.
1: Huh. Okay. That well. was
0: that was one of the things that drew me to it. But each, each chapter is kind of like a different flavor of game development. It's been interesting so far. If you're interested in video games in the industry and all that shit. Okay, well, you want to get right into Suburban Commando, 1991's hottest summer hit?
1: Let's go, brother. Uh,
0: why did we watch this movie again? You guys, like, <laughs> it was a one-off joke last week, and now we had to watch it. Because uh,
1: when before me and Dub started our episode last week, he, he was just talking about Suburban Commando for some reason. And uh, then we did the episode, and he kept talking about it again a little bit he said something about the, the scene where he, he gets he, he's trying to get back his freeze gun and then that guy, that those bums have the freeze gun and they try to shoot him with it he, he downs like some kind of thing and it doesn't affect him antifreeze, anti-freeze! And he, he just like press slams that guy I've never seen Hulk Hogan do a <laughs> press slam by the way
0: yeah there's like a few little wrestling moves they sneak in
1: There's a there's another whole wrestler they sneak in did you catch yeah. him?
0: Is he, He's one of the Bounty Hunters, right? Yes. Do I you know? know the face, but I just couldn't... Was it, like, Kane? Oh, my, or oh my
1: God. Oh, you're going to flip Under, when I tell you.
0: It, I, the guy, look, he had a face like Undertaker. It is Undertaker. Know, it is Undertaker. Oh, okay, all right. Because I even watched the credits. And then I was like, I don't know Undertaker's real name. This is where this Mark Calloway. <laughs> Okay. But right. uh, like, I thought that was him. He had the same shape of face.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say you might not recognize him that early on because of his hair, the way his hair was. It was more red. I guess red's his natural hair color. It was like curly. He didn't really have the the goatee yet. Yeah, like, like how he had it. So he, he looked a little different. But uh, I was like, oh, Undertaker's in this movie. I didn't know that.
0: Was he Taker already? Or does this predate his wrestling career? No,
1: I was wanting to figure that out too because I was like, how the hell did this come about? And I went and read about it because I wanted to find out something about this movie. Uh, And I found a few things. But like uh, Vince McMahon, this was like before he gave him the Undertaker character. I think he was in WWF, but they just didn't know what to do with him yet. Mm. Uh, He's like, well, pal, if you, you you should get in on this movie deal, and uh, if it's a big hit, we'll do this whole angle with you and Hulk. And what he was trying to do was recreate the angle that came out of No Holds Barred when uh, he had, like, the Zeus guy in the movie. Yeah. That guy, Terry Lister, was not a wrestler at all. So, after the movie came out and was kind of a hit... uh. Vince created an angle out of it where Zeus crossed over into the real wrestling world and challenged Hulk to a tag match. I think it was like Bruce beefcake and Hulk against macho man and, uh, Zeus and Zeus sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's an actor turned to wrestler. So, right. But like, I have nothing against the guy. I like him as Zeus, but like, he just, it wasn't good. um, this didn't work because this failed and then I guess Vince was like well pal do you want to be a zombie (laughs) and it changed his life forever (laughs) um, But I got more trivia tidbits we can get to that like I guess once we finish I guess talking about the movie proper
0: yeah uh, Hulk Hogan is a space hero guy
1: Shep Ramsey
0: Shep Ramsey he's uh he just flies around in his little ship and and does good. He
1: he does good. It's weird cuz at first I thought he was kind of an asshole. Mm-hmm. He's he's kind of he comes off that way like it's, it's, I thought he was going to save this president guy in the beginning. There's this whole opening that's really Star Wars-ish. It even has like the the, the ship
0: It has the same shot where the ship goes over the camera, and I was like, oh, come on. There's
1: lasers, there's green lasers and red lasers and shit, and I'm just like, really?
0: At at least when Spaceballs ripped it off, they turned it into a joke, but Suburban Commando is just doing it straight-faced.
1: The guys who got shot in, like, the little gun pod things, they they couldn't even fall out of the chair or anything. They just went, ugh! (laughs) It's like, oh, come on! You won't even fall out of the damn chair!
0: Yeah, I hate to say this right off the bat like this, but... Uh, all the times they try to make sci-fi kind of bullshit stuff in this movie, it looks really bad. It has not aged gracefully.
1: The the only thing that I thought looked good was uh, <coughs> uh, Hulk's ship when he would land or take off in it. Probably because that was a model. Yeah, but it was like a model. it was like, oh, that looks good. That's like the only thing in this movie it looks good. Because <laughs> even when it closed up on his weird, excuse me, commando outfit. Like, it showed, like, the, the gloves and that weird, the metal on his vest. It looked uh-huh. like fucking foam or something, like
0: craft foam. It gave me, like, real
1: best-of-the-worst vibes. It really did. And I was like, what the hell? This was like a New Line Cinema movie it is in the early 90s. This is the best they can do. <laughs> Coming off Ninja Turtles? Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, But... Yeah, there's like that whole opening scene where he goes in there and there's this president guy captured by some fucking evil it's asshole. Who he
0: fails to save.
1: Yeah, he, he fucking didn't even try to save him, it seemed like. He was just like, Well, I guess you got caught, brother, and he just like yeah. jets through like the whole duck system and blows up the entire ship.
0: He just pieces right out and just blows the place to to bits. And then his employer,
1: I couldn't figure out that was, was he his handler? Contact him and he's like, You failed to save the president. Are, are you under a lot of stress? And he's like, No, brother. And he like fucks his ship up because he's <laughs> pressing buttons. He's really stressed out. And he's like, Yeah, you need to take a vacation. Go, go, go somewhere, lay low, and charge your batteries for s- six weeks.
0: The description <laughs> on Amazon says that he's ordered to take a vacation.
1: <laughs> and now I can get a tidbit out of the way. Um, this movie was going to originally have it somewhat of a similar plot, but it was actually going to be like Shep Ramsey was a actual like military special forces commando who got forced to take leave. (laughs) And then he would get attacked by terrorists while he was on leave or something. I think I would have liked that better. I was thinking that too. I'm like, you know, maybe I would have liked that. I think that might've been better.
0: And then yeah, here's I kind of got behind that better.
1: And here's another one. I guess I would get out of the way. And this might even sound even more palatable. Uh, originally, they were going to have Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito, and it was called Urban Commando. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was, I guess, it was still <laughs> supposed to be like comedy and shit. But yeah, they decided to do twins instead. Uh, and maybe that was the better choice. But I'm thinking
0: maybe.
1: I'm thinking Arnold like. It's to me. It would have come off more like a spoof of Commando a little bit. Like remember Commando from a few years ago, and now he's yeah. like, goofy. <laughs> Danny DeVito's in it, and he's always great. But uh, yeah, he gets he gets forced to go to Earth to, and he fucking lands in a roller rink and charges his ship with the power from the fucking power grid or something.
0: Yeah, he lands in an old roller disco. He hates He hates Earthlings. He hates them somehow. Where has he met an Earthling? That's what I was thinking, too,
1: because if he's, like, from far out in space and shit, and it seems like when he's on Earth, there's still, like, no concept of there being any kind of alien life.
0: Yeah, to, I mean, to... it's not fucking Samurai Jack. There's yeah. not aliens running all over the place. Because, like,
1: Christopher Lloyd's like, you're from from space?
0: yeah, brother, and then, like, he t- <laughs> he can't believe it, and so... Yeah, by the, by the way, Hulk Hogan goes to Earth, and he has to charge his ship, and he rents a room from Christopher Lloyd and Shelley Duvall. I have no idea what their characters' names are. I don't care. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd is married to Shelley Duvall. It feels strange. strange. It does.
1: Their kids are barely in it, too. I feel like their kids were supposed to be in it
0: more, and they weren't. I got confused about it. Who's... Their, which ones were their kids? Because there's a lot of other kids in this movie, and they kind of just come and go.
1: There's a a girl who looks to be like about middle school aged. Yeah. She, she was older than the other kids in this movie, and then like the the son, yeah, he's probably grade school or whatever. He could have mixed in with like that whole lot of fucking howl at the moon kids out there on their skateboards and shit.
0: But yeah, there's just a bunch of other kids for no reason. Like the the kid whose skateboard he breaks. And the the little girl whose cat gets stuck in the tree twice. Yeah, I don't. And and, and the, there's a kid playing, um, afterburner at some point, but he acts like it's a space game, <laughs> like and it's... I get screaming angry about it.
1: <laughs> they called it like Space Conquest or some shit. There's some shit. If you look
0: closely, there's a part where you can see the logo. Says burner at the top. You just can't barely see your shield, the whole thing. Your
1: shields are down. You need to use. Them. Oh, I can't do it. I'm like, this is this is after burner. Couldn't you just got something more generic looking? You could have gotten away with like
0: yeah, like like there isn't a space arcade game.
1: Yeah, there there could have been like some Atari arcade game back there with vector graphics. You could have gotten away with that probably. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, Hulk's hanging out in uh, Christopher Lloyd's workshop, which, by the way, I have to say this, because when we first see Christopher Lloyd, he's in there, like, making something. He's he's welding.
0: And he's welding a skateboard. Was it there a skateboard? Is no payoff to that. I couldn't tell but what he, that was. He doesn't save the day by being a tinkerer or an inventor or anything. Yeah. He just has a workshop. Like, I kept thinking at
1: some point like especially at the at, near the end when um, Hulk's ship the engine malfunctioned or the shit blew up in it or something mm-hmm. he's like well I guess that's it like he gives up and I kept thinking Christopher Lloyd would be like wait a minute I think I can fix this and then you get in there and do fucking his Christopher Lloyd science shit and fix it
0: I was waiting for him to fall off the toilet and hit his head and think oh I don't know what to do
1: <laughs> I, I couldn't help but notice this when he was welding that thing that yeah, was a really shitty weld I'm sorry, it's like one of those things you when you learn that skill you notice welds everywhere and you
0: look at them and you're like, that's a shit weld. He was teaching himself, that's what he was doing.
1: I guess so, he should stay an architect. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he it, it kind of establishes him, he's like average Joe, husband, dad, he's kind of fucking overworked and he burned out and his wife tries to get him to get a raise. He, he won't, won't ask it.
0: for a raise. he won't gun it at yellow lights like every red-blooded American is supposed to. They um, do that gag like three times. He won't stand up to his neighbor which by the way his his neighbor just has did all of his friends like drive drive their top fuel dragsters over there I There's guess, no trailers they're just parked in the street.
1: I guess so. by the way, when he says like you know how much that car cost thirty thousand dollars I was like bullshit. That's bullshit, because like, the fucking engine alone in one of those is probably worth that much.
0: Yeah, those top fuel ones, a lot of them have two full engines worth. No way. It, it, it's funny, because Hulk picks it up and moves it by the front bar. I think that's just what you're supposed to do. I, I don't even think he's being strong. I think that's just something you can do.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I've never tried to do it, but I feel like he, that, that would happen. Yeah.
0: I feel like I've seen it happen. I've been at drag strips. I've seen Top Fuel. And I think I've seen people scooting around like that. You can't lift the other end. No.
1: <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's at this point, like, he comes back after a shitty day at work, and his wife's like, or he, he's pissed off because that meeting with his boss didn't go how he wanted because he basically just chickened out. And,. He goes back to his workshop, and it's a it's a miniature house. It's it's an apartment. It's an Airbnb. <laughs> He's like, what happened to my workshop? And she's like, all oh, your tools are still here. And he, he opens the door, and all his
0: shit just falls out of a closet. And that's the last time it is spoken of. Yeah.
1: His drill press is still there in the, the living bedroom. <laughs> it's, like, got a, a flower pot hanging from it or something. It's just there.
0: <laughs> I didn't notice that. Yeah. Also, when he comes home, uh, Shelley Duvall is dressed up. I don't know if she's trying to do a role play or she's just like dressed all sexy and she comes on to him. He's like, I'm not in the mood.
1: Yeah. Who would be?
0: That also never has a payoff. I don't uh, even think they kiss in this movie.
1: This movie is not Mr. Mom. Okay. <laughs> they set up all this shit. It's shit like this in Mr. Mom and it all pays off. That's a great they movie.
0: They don't pay off shit in this movie. Yeah. I mean, really there's, there's, at this point in the movie, uh, Hulk moves in with him. And then there's just 45 minutes of bits horsing around it, bullshit.
1: Yeah. And it really isn't entertaining until, unless Hulk's on the screen doing something like I liked when it was like his first day living in that fucking, uh, back, back of the house apartment or whatever. And he comes in and, and like, Shelly Duvall screaming or some shit. He just runs in there, and she's like, no, I'm I'm letting... Like, she's watching, like, an Oprah knockoff or something. Because yeah. that, that's what she did back then when you were at home and your kids were at school. But, like, then the, the like the mailman tries to, like, fucking insert the mail through the mail slot. And he gets a fucking knife out and he just runs over there and tries to
0: yank his arm through the mail slot. These These moments are funny. And then they just... Do the same shtick for a really long time. They kind of like, did. all the stuff with the mime. The, yeah, they, they um, did the mime
1: joke three times.
0: All the stuff, him just walking around town and being confused. That's the golden rule of comedy, though, right? Threes, threes. That I was gonna say that because they got it right once, and then they fucked it up a bunch of other times, including with the cat. Because they you didn't do, do three, they did two.
1: You do one gag three times. You don't do multiple gags that each have three times.
0: You don't do three sets of two. You don't do <laughs> a three and a one and a two and then three ones. Uh, it's uh, it's so tedious. There's there's very little meat on this movie's bones. There's the whole second act is just shtick. It's
1: just, and it's then just the third sh-
0: act is the bounty hunters turn up and the, and the plot turns back up. And it's a little interesting, but the middle of this movie is just dumb. It's like bad, mad TV skits.
1: It really is. I got to say, that one of my favorite parts is it's during that scene when all that goofy shit happens in the house with him, and the paper boy throws the paper at him, and he's like, ha, bullseye, and he fucking picks that paper up and throws it back at him, and you hear it hit him. And he's like, bullseye, <laughs> smartass. And you see him, like, laying there in a bush. Like, yeah, fuck that kid. <laughs>
0: I'm trying to remember more stuff in the middle, but there's just...
1: It, it's like you said, it's just a bunch of bits. And then, like, Christopher Lloyd's... State, yeah. Christopher Lloyd thinks he's fucking weird or he's up to something, so he gets, like, his fucking Olympia camera or whatever the fuck to follow him. And he follows him to the roller rink where he finds the damn his ship, And he unlocks it, and he gets out his... Battle armor or whatever the hell, and he tries to play superhero and and save some. I don't. She looked like a prostitute, okay? She's just dressed like one. I don't I'm know. If... much. I I'm not. No, I'm. That's all I'm saying. But I'm just like, <laughs> so a bunch of bums got a prostitute because their bums gonna have money to pay a prostitute? No. They're two bums? Well,
0: she's yelling. They're attacking her.
1: I know. Well, they didn't pay. They couldn't pay to play, so they were going to play anyway. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and he stopped it, barely. And like he dropped a f- fucking gun or something somehow. Like during the whole yeah, confrontation, it looks like
0: a, a squirt gun from a CVS that they spray painted silver.
1: These gun props were recycled from the He-Man movie. Really. Just like the, 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 the tracker for, like, his energy signatures is the PKE meter from yeah. Ghostbusters. They recycled that, too.
0: I was like, ah, they're looking for ghosts.
1: <laughs> they, they recycled uh, props and shit from a few different movies in this one.
0: So, what was the budget of this movie? Like, $37?
1: No! That's what's insane. It's $11 million.
0: Where did it all get? I mean, it must have all gone to Hulk, yeah. Christopher Lloyd, and Shelley Duvall.
1: Is Shelley Duvall really worth that much? She,
0: she was in some stuff.
1: I think her career died in the 80s though, didn't it? I don't maybe. <laughs> like, she was in The Shining, and then it was just stuff.
0: She's <laughs> in something else of importance.
1: She's in Popeye. She was olive oil. No.
0: God damn it, what is it? I saw her in something recently, and it was in like the 90s. I remember thinking, oh, fuck, I forgot she was in this.
1: I don't remember, but Christopher Lloyd, I can see Christopher Lloyd costing some money. And Hulk probably was the most expensive out of all of them. I'm sure he was. And Shelley Duvall, sure. I can see her getting maybe a little shock. I just didn't think at that point she was worth as much.
0: I mean, I'm not saying they paid her a bajillion dollars, but I'm sure she wasn't too cheap.
1: Yeah, probably not, but like the, you see the effects and like the way the props look, they recycled props from old movies uh, and stuff, I'm just like I guess, yeah, wow if you, if you think about how much Hulk was probably worth and Christopher Lloyd and all that maybe this was like about a 6-7 billion dollar movie <laughs> um. and There's
0: product placement in it too, so they got a little extra money yeah, like, there uh, was the, all the Hawaiian tropic racing shit yep. and Ru- and R.C. Cola.
1: There was also melons and there was also Z- Zubaz pants that Hulk wore at the end. That's totally what those were.
0: Yeah. What the fuck was going on there?
1: You don't know about Zubaz.
0: <laughs> I remember I, I just I was sitting there watching the movie and that thing happens where the bad guy turns into a lizard man and I did the John John. What the fucking fuck?
1: Hey, actually
0: And then the very next scene he's in those pants and I went, What the fucking fuck
1: that's one more thing that actually looked good was the the, the monster uh suit. Yeah,
0: that look, suit was fucking bad. It was that good. That legit I mean, it looked cool.
1: like a good a good ass fucking suit that could have been like in a horror movie, some kind of monster feature from the eighties. This movie's shot and it looks like it was made in the eighties too, by the way. Yeah. Um But, yeah, at the end, when Hulk's just walking around doing the shit, saving the cat, doing the the skateboard thing, everything, he's he's rolling down the street in, like, a tight, long-sleeve, sky-blue shirt, and he's rocking the Zubaz pants, which is like... Zubaz was like this fucking athletic weightlifter fucking company that produced these pants that are real loose and billy and they had rad ass designs on like a bunch of multi-colored swirls and fucking uh, hot pink tiger stripes or whatever the shit
0: they were 90s as
1: fuck the road warriors had a stake in zuba's company and that was just that was something all the wrestlers wore back in the late 80s and early 90s they wore zuba's pants and fucking fanny packs, fanny packs yeah. that's how they that's how they rolled but um, I was just like, yeah, that looks like Hulk probably walking around fucking the airport or some shit. That's normal for him, probably. Uh could talk more about his wardrobe than this movie. It's sad. Mm-hmm. but
0: It's pretty nondescript, except for his space shit and his Zubas.
1: This really did come off like... Um, you know how a lot of people will... Well, not a lot of people, I guess. But people that are like really into talking about... F- movies film critics but not being like real snobby about it i guess somebody like red later media you know how they'd reference how like the 90s were a really shitty time for movies this is a good example of that where people would people be like this is like new line cinema fucking trash that's what this is uh, there was a bunch of stuff like this that came out back then
0: i really want to like this movie i really wanted to be like "Ah, oh, it's hulk hogan and christopher lloyd and I was frozen today. Yeah, like, just... you know I watched Nostalgia Critic back in the day. That was like that was in his first ten or so reviews, wasn't it, this movie?
1: It was with it was at least one of the first fifty he did. It but... was
0: it was really early on. And then he milked that I Was Frozen Today forever. He, like he much, milked
1: but... all of his gags.
0: Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Get fucking funny. <clears throat> but, but this movie sucks.
1: It does suck. You know what I always remembered though about this was um, the fucking the trailer because it has that line in it and there's. Oh, no you guys con-
0: talked about it last week.
1: There's no context for it when it happens, and it's a lot yeah. funnier like that rather than when you see the scene with the context. It's like it just doesn't hit the same. When was when you're watching this in that day. When you're just watching the trailer and it's just Hulk Hogan's bench pressing, or he's like fucking weightlifting a drill press and some other fucking bullshit and. He's throwing a skateboard in the space, and then there's like he's in his fucking shitty Ford, and he, he rips the door off or whatever. And then it's just I was frozen today, like out of
0: nowhere. <laughs> it's just like what is this movie? Because in the movie, he actually says, "Christ, I was frozen today."
1: <laughs> well, I had to cut That's Christ funny. for 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 the commercial for the trailer. <laughs> but, I I always remembered when I watched um. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too secretly ooze because that's on there that that trailer. Uh, it's <laughs> it's you know, that always stuck out because that line. I'm like Hulk Hogan's in this movie. It's, I've never seen Hulk Hogan in a movie. Now I have. He's
0: not no bunch
1: No, he he is not. He was in No Holds Barred, which is better than this movie. Um, it's it's not a good movie, but it's just a lot more enjoyable.
0: Yeah, No Holds Barred is also a bad movie. But I would watch it again. Suburban Commando, I'm just like, uh, I'm probably not going to watch it again.
1: Me There's not enough fun. It's...
0: It was, was Thunder in Paradise a show or a movie?
1: It was a show. And I can't tell you what the not fuck, how, if it was any good or not. I'm sure you could very easily find it on YouTube or some shit.
0: He's in a boat. Is
1: yeah, he was, he was a fucking Coast Guard guy, I guess. I don't know.
0: Those are the only movies I know of. He had like a bit part in one of the Rocky movies. Thunderlips. And yeah, that's right.
1: Was he a wrestler when Rocky fought him, or was he like a boxer? I've never seen Rocky Three, so I don't know.
0: Oh, I'm trying to remember. I I think I think he was a wrestler, and it was like a publicity thing.
1: Okay, like at the beginning of
0: Rocky Three, they're like, "Look, Rock, you're doing all this stupid publicity bullshit. You need to get fucking serious again." And that's why Mr. T comes to him. He's like, Oh, you soft. Oh, you're doing all this publicity bullshit. Oh, I'm going to scare your trainer to death. Oh, you're gonna, I'm coming for you. I think. I might be getting three and four confused.
1: And then he talks about no, four, his mother. four, four like, is
0: Russia. Yeah, that's right. No, yeah, right.
1: four is right. Russia, and it's got the best training montage out of all of them.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, and Mr. T talks about his mother for like an hour before they fight. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never let that go. Uh, but yeah i don't I don't think I'd recommend this like only if you're like a humongous Hulk Hogan fan and I don't know you want to see what he did in in Hollywood when he was there for his brief stint
0: I'll say this if you if you feel like you want to watch it, go for it don't pay for it. Wait for it to be streaming somewhere for free Wait for it to be on t v one afternoon don't pay for it.
1: It was not worth four
0: dollars. It was not worth four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I guess uh, there's not a whole lot else to say. <laughs> there really
1: isn't. Good job, Dubs. Yeah, you're gonna, fuck you're, gonna, you're gonna pay for this later.
0: Wait, what are we watching next week?
1: I don't know, but we're gonna make him pay for this. That. He's gonna owe us for this.
0: We need to get back to Bond at some point. Yes, I want to. I want to see. We can watch something terrible and make him watch it.
1: Yeah, but. I'd prefer to watch something that's good and terrible. Good and terrible. Good and terrible films.
0: Well, Um, I guess stay tuned for what our next episode will be. Uh, This is a little inside baseball, but I was busy last week. Dubs is busy this week. It's hard. We haven't quite all got on the same page lately. (laughs) So just stay tuned. I don't know. uh, Dubs has an official Twitter. Go follow him or follow me or something. We'll, We'll tell you. Uh, you got any news, Zach? No. What?
1: There's no news.
0: You better have news, we're gonna run short. There's there's not nothing's
1: happened. A wrestler didn't wrestle
0: or die? No.
1: I mean everybody wrestled already. It's it, this is the cool the cool down period. Uh, this is all out n- this Saturday. Summer
0: SummerSlam came and went, right?
1: We already talked about SummerSlam.
0: Like two weekends ago.
1: Yeah. We we did a whole episode a humongous get some color about that.
0: Really? Where can people find that? At
1: where you find all podcasts type in get some color in Google. It's like a red circle and uh probably the Apple store, I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's on <laughs> a- it's on Apple Podcasts, it's on uh Google Podcasts, it's on Amazon music Spotify. There you go. And you can also find this very podcast at all of those places, as well as Project
1: Nemesis. Nemesis Project, which has a YouTube channel,
0: which also has a YouTube channel. That's the way to watch it. For my money, that's how I watch it. I go, I go check out the visual.
1: We don't have some getting some color YouTube channel yet. There's no visuals. It's hard to do that shit with visuals because it would just be us talking. That'd be boring as shit.
0: Yeah, you can't show the matches because you get taken down in an instant.
1: No, yeah, they they take that shit down immediately even if it was just clips. It's like, come on,
0: guys. come on. Well, I guess that does it for this episode of Big Trouble in little podcast. Please check out past episodes and all those places that we just mentioned. Please check out next week's episode, which will be a mystery movie apparently. But barring any unforeseen circumstances, all three of us should be back. Mm -hmm. Please join us either live Tuesdays on the new dubs what's dubs twitch thing
1: new dubs order i think it is
0: new dubs order something like it jo- join us live tuesdays at 10 or listen to us whenever the hell you want after that yeah so thanks for listening
1: that's right thanks brother